This is the Culture Dataku. Take a seat and let's talk about some anime. Today, I want to talk about a 26 episode masterpiece of an anime called Samurai Champloo. The word Champloo can mean remix in English, which reflects the hip hop influence aesthetics of Samurai Champloo. Created by the legendary Shinichiro Watanabe, who created the likes of the critically acclaimed Cowboy Bebop and Space Dandy. Truthfully, I can't remember the first time I ever watched Samurai Champloo, but I do know that I've watched its entirety upwards of five times, if that says anything of how good it is. From the fight scenes, the compelling stories, the character individuality, to the amazing soundtrack crafted by Fat John and the late Nujibis. Samurai Champloo tells the story of three strangers lumped together under an initial dire circumstance. After saving Mugen and Jin's life from certain death, Fu makes them promise to accompany her on a journey to find the samurai who smells of sunflowers. This journey takes them across Japan, starting near modern-day Yokohama, all the way to southern Japan, Ikitsuki Island. Now, the first episode leaves a great first impression. It starts off by introducing us to two of the main protagonists. Mugen, a rogue anti-hero, and Jin, a ronin samurai, right before their execution. Now, the show is getting a little ahead of itself, so it decides to rewind one day prior. When the scene starts, we're introduced to our third protagonist, Fu, who's a waitress at a tea shop. Now, she notices that there's a customer kind of bullying a lot of the other customers in the shop and she wants to interfere and she's complained to the workers but they're like nah you gotta chill he's one of the sons of the governor so if we do something we're gonna get in a lot of trouble now the governor's son customer he starts to bother an old man and Fu's really not having it so she goes to interfere but the workers drag her back into the back of the tea shop and stop her now, the show then cuts to outside a bit of the ways down the tea shop to a man pleading for his life because the governor's bodyguards are about to kill him. And we see Jin, the Ronin, appearing and watching from the sidelines. And a character tells him, like, hey, you better not interfere. Those are the governor's bodyguards. You probably can't win. Now, just before the bodyguards take the man's life, Jin interferes and honestly makes light work of the bodyguards. He comes in smooth and kills him pretty much instantaneously. We're then brought back to the tea house where Fu is about to deal with another customer who turns out to be Mugen, our rogue anti-hero. And he asks for just water, but she's like, you gotta order something more than just water. So he says, let's make a deal. 50 dumplings in exchange for getting rid of the ill-mannered clients. Now, Fu, she's trying to haggle him down to 20, but she's called to bring tea to the other customers. In that process, she manages to trip and spill some of the tea on the governor's sons. Now, of course, they're tight. So he and his fellow samurai decide to pin Fu down on the table and threaten to start cutting off body parts. But she manages to yell a hundred dumplings, and of course, it catches Mugen's attention and motivates him to make light work of the governor's sons and his men in battle. 
After cutting down a few of the governor's son's men, if not all of them, he warns Mugen, saying, Don't mess with me. I'm the governor's son. Now, Mugen has that, bro, I don't give a damn attitude. And he makes a declaration to the other samurai in the tea house to summon the governor's bodyguards to the location. And while doing that, he's breaking the governor's son's fingers one by one while doing so. Then, suddenly, it's interrupted by Jin walking into the tea house. And Mugen thinking that Jin is one of the bodyguards. So, he proceeds to fight him. Now, during this whole altercation that they're fighting in the tea house... A man named Rujiro shows up and sets the tea house on fire. So now we got a lit ass fight scene with two samurai fighting in a tea house that's on fire. Now, I'm gonna stop describing the first episode at that because I don't want to ruin it too much. But that part alone, that snippet alone, is enough to be like, wow, this show has a lot of potential. Now that I'm already kind of on the topic of fight scenes, that is something that I do want to talk about. The fight scenes are wonderfully choreographed. Despite the numerous fight scenes that do occur throughout the series of 26 episodes, they don't get stale. Each one can stand on its own for its originality and freshness. The environment of each episode's fight scenes are amazing and diverse. They include a tea shop, underground mine, a castle, wooden panel bridges, cliff sides, in the pouring rain, on a canoe, even underwater. These are some of the environments that are used and taken advantage of to the utmost, making some of the most surreal and cinematic fight scenes that I've seen in animation today. If you're looking for a seinen, which Samurai Champloo is... With dope fight scenes, this is up there with the likes of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which I'll probably touch on in a later podcast. Now, I want to talk about the character individuality. I put this as a high point because each character is their own. Mugen is Mugen, Jin is Jin, and Fu is Fu. What I mean by this is each person stands by themselves and they're differentiated from each other. Mugen in his fighting style is loose and unorthodox. A lot of his fighting style comes from breakdancing and it's quite unpredictable. Now, his personality, you can characterize him as rude, lewd, and honestly, his lewdness gets him into so much trouble throughout the show, it's so comical. But also unhinged. While Jin's fighting style is more of an orthodox kenjutsu, which is more precise and technical, while calm and collected and stoic, reminiscent of his training as a samurai, he's often the stick in the middle of the road, so to speak. And then you have Fu, who surprisingly is a massive eater despite her small size. In one episode, they actually enter in a food eating contest because oftentimes throughout the show they're honestly broke and trying to get money from any kind of means so they can feed themselves she's bright and has a trusting personality but also at the same time she's prone to accidents and getting lost in trouble but also at the same time she's not useless 
which you see in anime like Naruto with Sakura. So that's something that's nice to see. Overall, these differences in the characters form to create a nice ensemble of personalities and bring some dynamic moments to the show where it's not all one note. On the matter of notes, let's discuss the soundtrack. The soundtrack is absolutely outstanding. It's possibly one of the best anime soundtracks of all time. Nujibis is often considered as the godfather or pioneer of the widely listened to genre lo-fi hip-hop, which I use as the background music in these podcasts. The blend of hip-hop and jazz and mellow, relaxed ambience creates a captivating atmosphere. Now, these components are reflective of our two main protagonists, Jin and Mugen, where Jin represents the more jazz and mellow notes of the composer. Mugen represents the wild and loose nature of hip-hop, and you see that in both of their fighting styles, where one is more technical and calm, and the other is more upbeat and loose and unpredictable and wild. Now, despite their two stark differences, they rely on each other, the same way that the show relies on the music. The soundtrack uses the right songs at the right time. When a firefight scene is happening, you can feel it. The same way you would feel when a somber or humorous moment is occurring. But it never overdoes it to the point where it detracts from what's going on. Now, something that I do want to touch on is the dubbed versus the subbed. Me, personally, I'm a sub person. But I have to say that Samurai Champloo is one of the very few shows that has an equally great dubbed. If you're not too big on reading the subtitles and listening to the Japanese, I would still highly recommend listening to the English version. Overall, in combination with the outstanding musical composure of Samurai Champloo and the great subbed and dubbed versions, Samurai Champloo is an amazing sound piece. Now, Wrapping all that together, Samurai Champloo, like I said in the beginning, is an absolute masterpiece. If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend you get around to it. It's only 26 episodes, especially with this whole quarantine going on. It's a great time waster. On a scale of 1 to 10, I would give Samurai Champloo most definitely a 10 out of 10. Now, I'm going to just let the music play. Until next time, I'll catch y'all later. This is the Culture of the Taku. Peace.